Welcome to the Unsheltered Watch Party, where I talk about movies I watched last night with people who have watched them for years. As we begin the first season of the Unsheltered Watch Party, I thought I should provide some context. The main idea of this project is that everyone's parents have told them no at least once in their life. For me, those no's pertain to specific movies, TV shows, and music. If you wonder if the grass is truly greener on the other side of your parents' argument, you should stay tuned to my conversation with Fred Defendorf. He's a faculty member here at Clark Summit University and Disney-loving dad of four. Today we'll be overviewing Emperor's New Groove, but we'll be specifically talking about classic Disney. According to the minds over at Case Review University, Emperor's New Groove is about the bratty Cusco, a narcissistic ruler of an ancient South American empire, and he has an attitude problem. After he fires his devious advisor, Yizma, she transforms him into a llama, following a botched attempt at killing him. Soon, Cusco must turn to a local farmer to help him become human again. The cast list is also provided at the, over at the Asumi catalog, as a lot of familiar faces from Hollywood, such as David Spade, John Goodman, Eartha Kitt, Patrick Warburton, and Wendy Malick. Let's click play and see what our friend Fred thinks. <laughs> Hi, Fred. Welcome to the Unsheltered Watch Party. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on here. I'm excited. Sweet. Could you tell us a bit about yourself? Um, that's a really broad question, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I've been working with the school now. This is my eighth year. Uh, I've, I've been in ministry for probably close to 14 years. Full-time ministry, as, as Christians would like to label it, I guess. Um, but uh, I've done camp. Uh, uh, I'm an RD here for Ridley Hall. Uh, manage the underground, work with TLC, and uh, I work with the student government, with um, Student Leadership Council to plan events for the campus. So, um, you know, I have a heart for the college-age ministry, and that's why I'm here, and that's why uh, I, I do the different things that I do. So, I have a wife, four kids, um, but yeah, that's that's kind of a little bit about me. Sweet. Is there like any like specific role that you play on the campus, like uh, your job title or like um, that kind so of So I guess I guess my main job title would be a director of student activities. So, um, I, like I said, I work with a core group of students called uh, SLC Student Leadership Council, and we try to plan various events um, for the campus, everything from see you at the poll to uh, the Christmas party that's coming up. And um, obviously with COVID this year, it's made things a little bit more tricky, but we are still working hard at uh, trying to plan different things uh, for the students to enjoy. As you probably remember, a couple years ago, I visited several times. And uh, one of those, I came to like a Disney movie night event. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you happen to plan that? Uh, we did. Uh, we, we wanted to, it was kind of uh, interesting you bring that up because we normally just have movie nights just to watch movies, but we decided to do something a little bit more fun because we knew visitors were coming. And um, so we decided to uh, do a costume contest with it. We decided to do some trivia, give out prizes, just to make it more of a fun atmosphere. And the feedback that we got, they, it, it was great. So it, it was more than just watching a movie. It was, there was some interaction, there was some fun, there was games. Um, so yeah, I remember it being a good time, and we had some students that worked hard at planning that. Yeah, uh, you know, with COVID and everything, uh, like uh, probably back in August or September, you guys did like another Disney movie night, and I thought you guys handled that really well. Is there like a specific reason why, like, when you guys do movie nights, you choose like Disney films? 
Yeah, because we want it to be family friendly. Um, because it's not just the students coming. It's it's definitely um, uh, we do have faculty and staff, which includes the RDS who have uh, children that they like to bring to these things, and that's kind of like the point. We don't just do it just for the students. We want to do it for the whole school, and so we try to pick movies that everybody can enjoy uh, as a family and, and watch these. So we definitely want to watch the violence, um, the language, and uh, very importantly, sexual content, things like that. And so we just want to make sure that we're picking appropriate movies that everyone can enjoy. Great. Uh, so I remember like a couple days ago, I came to you with the idea about this podcast and uh, over the topics we were talking about, uh, we kind of agreed that Disney would be something good to go over. Mm -hmm. And one of the movies that you mentioned was uh, Emperor's New Groove. Mm -hmm. And uh, ironically enough, when I visited during that Disney night, uh, my guide, Sam Muckle, dressed me and uh, the rest of his friends up as the crew from Emperor's New Groove. And I had never watched the film, so this podcast opened up a good opportunity to watch that. And as you know, last night in the dorm, we stayed up till 2 in the morning watching it. And uh, I really liked it. Uh, is there like any reason why you like suggested this movie? Um, honestly, the big reason why I suggested it was because I feel like it's probably one of the most underrated Disney movies ever created. Um, it was also one of the last movies ever made where it was like hand-illustrated as well. And so... Uh, I think the hand illustration is a lost art. Now everything is all computers. Um, which, I mean, that in itself, I don't want to take away from the art form of that, but like hand drawing stuff like that is, is something that I enjoy doing myself. I enjoy drawing, and so I always appreciate the artwork that goes into it. And so, um, But like the storyline is just, it's fantastic. Um, I think it's also one of the first movies that came out that was definitely the humor was geared towards the adult audience not the the children and I mean the children will always love a cartoon regardless of the jokes that are in it they just love action they love uh, the fun that's in there they love the adventure but this one was definitely one of the first big movies that I felt that really targeted an adult audience and they hit a home run with it mm -hmm. Yeah, as we watched it last night, I watched it like with several of the guys in Ridley Hall, and uh, a couple of the comments was, uh, I love this movie, it's underrated, and the thing somebody else kept noting was, again, that kind of humor that's pointed towards adult adults, and I really liked that, but do you think that would cause concern for any parents that would like let their children watch this? So when you use just the term adult humor, your mind probably doesn't go to uh, wholesome things, <clears throat> but... Um, you know, I, I try to make sure that, uh, before I let one of my children watch something, I want to make sure what the content is about. So, um, you know, Emperor's New Groove is... Yeah, so with, with any movie, not just Emperor's New Groove, you always want to, you know, take some time and find out what the content's about. Um, I don't... Especially with my younger children, I just don't let them watch anything. I, I do a little bit of reading. And, I, and when I say a little bit, I mean a couple minutes where I read kind of like the background of the movie itself. And, um, you know, with Emperor's New Groove, there is like talk of, of killing and, and murder and, and, you know, there's, there's um, deception and things like that. Um, and when you say things like adult humor, when you just lay those things out... Um, Okay, yeah, that just sounds bad, but when you put it in the context of the movie, it, it's all part of the adventure, the story, and things like that. Um, 
you know, you look back at old cartoons with like Bugs Bunny and things like that, uh, and Wiley e. Coyote. I mean, they're smoking cigarettes. They're they're uh, using dynamite and and shooting each other in the face with guns and. Um, you know, and it seems like nobody has a problem with that. <laughs> I felt like those kinds of cartoons were, and it didn't affect me as a child. I, I didn't, I didn't think of like, oh wow, I wish I had a stick of dynamite and blow somebody up with, uh, you know, or or I'm gonna take this gun and blow someone's face off, that type of thing. That never ever crossed my mind. So, you know, with a movie like Emperor's New Groove, I think, you know, everything's taken with a grain of salt, and you just, you understand what the context is, and. Um, you watch it for what it is. It's an adventurous movie that uh, uh, has has a great story, has a great plot, and um, I think it actually has a really good story of someone has a heart change, of of somebody who gets humbled. And again, we miss all that if we if we focus just on the fun and the comedy. But there actually is a really good storyline in there as far as an individual who learns what it means to be humble. Yeah, for sure. Uh, one thing that kind of comes to my mind as we enter the Christmas season is kind of like the Grinch and Stole Christmas that heart change except you know for dr seuss it was a literal heart change which <laughs> seems kind of odd but you know um just like going back to old things like the grinch and looney tunes like uh, how long have you been watching disney uh so i mean i've watched disney since i was a little kid i think the very first disney movie i watched if i remember was um i believe dumbo was my first disney movie that i saw um and honestly, you watch that now, and there's some parts in it that kind of creep me out. But um, like, there's a part where I believe Dumbo gets drunk, and and the crows are smoking cigars and, and stuff like that. But uh, <clears throat> uh, you really don't see that kind of stuff anymore in Disney movies. So in some ways, there's definitely been some improvement um, with Disney movies. Um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't grow up in a Christian home, so. I, I got to watch whatever pretty much I wanted to watch or whatever my parents were watching because there was no streaming or anything like that. So whatever my parents were watching on TV, that's what I got to watch too. So, um, so yeah, I've, I've been, I guess, exposed to Disney movies since, since I can remember. Yeah. Um, so I know at least for me, Emperor's New Groove is kind of, kind of be indented in my mind because during my visit here, I, we dressed up like those characters and I watched the movie last night. Which like, you guys nailed, by the way. That was awesome. You guys hit a home run with your costumes. I remember that to this day. That was awesome. Thank you. That was all Sam and his girlfriend. They did great. Uh, I'm not sure how much time she spent on it, but that went really well. Uh, I'm really thankful for them. But, uh, yeah, so that's definitely indented in my mind. It's like an impactful memory that I'm going to have for a while. Because visits like those are like what made me choose this school. Not dressing up, but just the pure community of it. Um, is there like any Disney films that have that kind of impact in your mind where you connect it to a certain memory you have? Oh boy. Um, I don't think I have like a certain memory. I, I would say probably in the last 10 to 15 years, I have now attached Disney movies to the raising of my children. And, you know, I, I forget how much like i watched the movie cars just recently and my my firstborn clark loved that movie and as we would watch that movie recently i just it brought back all the the memories of this little child just being excited about watching these cars racing around a track and him quoting the movie as a as a three-year-old and playing with the toys and me sitting there playing with them and 
Um, it just it brought back all those memories again. And now my youngest, who is uh, five, is now gotten gotten into the movies, and it just it's just bring it all back again. And so a lot of these movies that come out now uh, really attach memories to bring raising my children, which is which is awesome. Um, but there are also some movies out there that'll just wreck you because it brings up stuff from the past. And so, um, you know, I watched uh, Onward recently. And so here's a spoiler alert. So if anyone hasn't seen Onward, you know, that end scene. Have you seen Onward? Yeah. So the last Disney movie night we did was actually Onward. Oh, that's right. Um, so, yeah, I did get to see that. So the, the very end with the dad that uh, I remember watching that movie and it just destroyed me at the end. I'm like, why would Disney do this? Um, because, you know, everyone always wants that relationship with a dad and regardless if you have a good one or not you always desire that relationship and then just seeing that at the end there um was just was just heart-wrenching and then you know and it takes me back to the movie up um it makes me appreciate having my wife and not taking things for granted because in the first 10 minutes so much happens i mean they, they meet they date they get married they they lose a child and then she gets um old and sick and they never got to have their adventure together uh that they were trying to plan and then he loses her and it was just like she's like oh my gosh again why is disney doing this to me but i mean through movies like that it's like i i, I it causes me to think and appreciate having that time with my wife and, and not taking it for granted yeah uh disney definitely knows how to capture different moments of life and as you were talking about that i was kind of thinking of like the different movies you were talking about like onward and i did remember watching that i did think of like a father-ish relationship and relationships in my life that were similar to that and it did make me think about like who i appreciate in my life and afterwards i went to that person and i'm like hey i appreciate you and uh, i just thanks thank you for all you did for me and then for the up movie um so over last spring in 2020 when covid hit i worked at a retirement home and one of the things that I'm not sure if it normally happens or not, but we had a couple we had a couple couples in their retirement home and uh over a couple months one of them passed away and you heard all the adventures that the one that still lived on had with them. It was just really sad. And to to have Disney movies put those kind of memories into movies for other people that haven't experienced those memories is just very heartwarming and uh it kind of wakes you up to the reality that other people have. Mm. True. That's very true. Huh. So, is there, like, any Disney film that you would recommend people watch that may be newer or coming out soon? Like, is there something you're looking forward to coming out of Disney? Oh, boy. Um, I guess this one just came out was Mulan. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. So I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in seeing how they adapted the live-action version. Um, I, know, I know this is Disney's way of trying to like, capitalize on financial <laughs> gain here by making all these live-action movies. Uh, I mean, some have been very good. Like, I loved Jungle Book uh, to where Lion King, I felt, was a little bit of a disappointment because it was almost a complete repeat of, of the actual cartoon itself, um, even though... <laughs> Technically, that wasn't really a live-action movie. It was all computer animated. But uh, nitpicking here. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of interested in seeing Mulan. Um, 
I know there's there's a big movement about uh, women and and empowering women, and um, uh, I'm I'm definitely uh, excited to see. I, I saw the first Mulan, the original Mulan, once uh, back when it first came out, and I actually haven't seen it again, and so I'm just uh, really kind of excited to see that one more time. Is is uh, it's more than just a princess movie. She's a warrior um, who's trying to. Uh, help defend her family and her country and so that's kind of what's got me excited about that and I love action movies like that and so I, that's what I really want to see about it hmm. yeah so as Disney kind of grows we kind of see them trying to incorporate new themes to be more relevant to certain audiences is there like any theme that you would put if you were to make a Disney movie which themes would you like to focus on like it doesn't even have to be like, oh, I'm making a movie and these people have to like it. What's something that you would want to focus on? Wow, that's a that's a hard one to answer. Um, I mean, honestly, if you if you're looking at it from more of a biblical perspective, uh, even you know, uh, I really enjoy the movies that they come out with. That definitely have to do with family dynamic and dealing with real life problems um like inside out was a great one where i i have a teenager now not quite yet he'll be a teenager in a couple weeks but i'm gonna have a teenager and then just dealing with a teenager and their emotions and you know i'm 42 i've i have forgotten what it's like to be that teenager going through all these changes and emotions and so inside out was fantastic because it was it was a great reminder of just it's okay to be sad. There's nothing wrong with being sad. It's it's an emotion that God has given us. And I loved how the focus of that story where like joy is just like, no, we need to try to find joy in everything. Well, it's like, yeah, you can find joy, but you can be sad at the same time and it's fine. Um, and The Incredibles, I think a lot of people miss the, the, the I think the main point of that movie is, is the family dynamic uh, that they're working through. So it's like, how do you be a family uh, functioning loving family with everything that's going on so you got dad who's trying to keep things together mom is trying to experience a career um you know you got kids who are uh again same thing kids are going through changes and and you got one that's interested in a dating relationship you got a baby that's that's uh starting to grow and develop and and how that's changing the family it's like you miss it with all the action that's going on in these movies and the comedy that sometimes there's a huge deeper story in the background and so that was a long way to answer your question. I love when Disney movies tackle those types of things. And so what I think a Disney movie would be great is like perhaps maybe a movie, because I don't think I've ever seen this one, where a movie is focused more on, uh, and maybe The Incredibles came close to this in the first movie, where um, you have a guy who struggles with his job, with happiness and contentment, of just trying to be who he is. And if you, I don't think anyone's ever picked it up, but his name is Bob Parr which is subpar, he's living a subpar life, and he's not happy. And so um, I would love to see a movie where it focuses on um, a, uh, a husband and wife and possible Iraqi marriage that looks like it's splitting up and then what they do to bring it back together again. Um, you know, I liked how Onward, at the end of that movie, where there's acceptance of the stepdad. They make fun of him, but then there's acceptance of him at the end. Um, so I, I kind of would love to see that type of movie where you have um, like a prodigal son type thing 
or um, like I said, a, a rocky marriage that is is somehow brought back together because um, those are real relevant things that are going on in our lives now, and you know those are, those are things that I'd like to see. But yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, as the years go on, I see Disney and Pixar kind of going from their shallow topics to the deeper end, where we go over like, okay, here's what a teenager is experiencing. Here is a guy that's looking for a father relationship and something that doesn't really exist anymore then then he finds out his brother does we're really going into mature topics with disney films as the time goes on and i definitely think that that the rocky marriage thing that'll be interesting and they're, they're mm, they would probably do that within the next 20 years or so <laughs> <laughs> probably it's bound to happen at some point but uh yeah so we're we're almost wrapping up the semester here and uh, over the course of my time here, my roommate and tons of other guys have kind of shown me the different things that I haven't known. Uh, some of those being Disney movies, my roommate has made it a point to show me certain movies. Like, uh, I watched Hercules, which I've never seen before. I watched Aladdin. And uh, different experiences like that uh, inspired me to start this podcast. And uh, I guess, like, a final question I would like to ask you. is there Is there anything you haven't seen that you would like to see or is there something that you think that somebody should see that they may not have hmm. well that's a good one um i'm trying to think of all the movies that have come out recently um i don't think there's anything that i haven't seen yet uh, that I'm like, boy, I really wish I've seen that movie. Um, at least, at least as far as Disney's concerned, um, you know, I think a lot of the movies that we've just mentioned, everything from Up to to Inside Out to Onward, I think those are all good movies. And maybe even watch The Incredibles and look at it from a different viewpoint of of like not just superheroes fighting the villain, but like more along the lines of um how the underlying stories of finding contentment in your work and even like the beginning like people miss the fact that um Bob Parr created the villain mm. um his his actions his pride at the beginning caused the villain to come about and um and he's an individual who is definitely wants to try to do everything on his own instead of embracing his whole family um so yeah I'd, I'd say if you've seen the movie watch it differently is is what i would say so maybe maybe with the incredibles i would say um watch that movie from the point of like family values and contentment with your life pride um those types of things so always try to choose that because obviously when my my eight-year-old my 10-year-old and stuff like that when they watch those movies they will never ever get that um not yet um but as an adult you can see all those things but you gotta look for it sometimes or else mm -hmm. it'll just go right over your head yeah uh i guess with that you know the whole thing about being sheltered is there's a lot of things that you don't experience like growing up and I guess one way you could think about it is not only so maybe you're you find yourself to be unsheltered and you've watched yourself 
do all the things that a normal person would. So a good call to action, I guess you could say, is if you think you understand something, maybe go back and watch it again from a different perspective, like how you were saying. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, any final words? No, I would just say, um, you know, they always say don't judge a book by its cover, but uh, don't judge a movie uh, by its, um, you know, two-minute trailer. Uh, you know, read about the movie, what it's about, and, you know, give it a watch. And it's... I don't think any Disney movie out there is going to corrupt you by watching it. Um, obviously, there, it'll give you good talking points for your kids if there's some stuff in there that you don't agree with. Um, but yeah, I'd say, I'd say that get, you know, give it a chance. Sounds good. Thank you for joining the Unsheltered Watch Party. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks for joining my Unsheltered Watch Party. In a couple weeks, we'll be looking at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter with a special guest. Until next time, let your dreams be sweet and your nightmares be spooky monster scary and not grandma died scary. Mm-hmm.